On today's show, we're going to dig into some retirement planning errors to avoid and offer tips to potentially help correct them. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world, retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. In your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Chariso Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can check out his website at retireaustin.com. He is a fiduciary, an independent fiduciary, with over 16 years of experience and also a retirement income certified professional. Good Sunday morning, Nathan. How are you today? Feeling good. How are you doing, Teresa? I am I'm doing the same. Doing the same. Summer's <laughs> here. We're, we're actually we're just trying. We're talking about that. Trying to stay cool. <laughs> Thinking of different ways to stay cool. Um, I know it's not stopping a lot of people. You no. know, we're seeing the trails are open, and you've got uh, now. I do understand the paddle boarders and oh, kayakers. Yeah. You right. know, you get overheated, you just tip over, and you're you're good. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, now now's the time to get outside and yeah, make sure you got your sunscreen and you're <laughs> hydrating yourself. Watch out for the, the kids and the dogs too. You know, they can they can get overheated pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But no, it's beautiful. It is. It is. Yeah. Love this time of the year. I mean, we're talking, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, off uh, off the air about how you've been helping people out with a lot of these questions they've been coming up about retirement planning. You were mentioning. Yeah, that. I was. Yeah, as I was uh, looking over our show today. I I can remember several conversations I've had just in the last week on a lot of these topics. So it, it really is, and it's not just this last week. These are these are very common recurring topics that we discuss. And I think if I'm having conversations multiple times a week about some of these, I'm going to bet there's got to be thousands of people uh, today listening to this that 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 are really going to resonate with what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Um, just some common common errors, common planning errors. I, I think it's interesting that the first planning error is not having a plan, right? Yeah, it's that, something so basic. You would think you would have a plan <laughs> in place, but a lot of people don't apparently. You know, and and nobody disagrees with the idea that you that if you want the best results, you want the highest chances of success, then you put a plan in place, right? You you kind of think through all of the moves you're going to have to make to get to where you want to be. And then and that whole process of thinking through it can help you identify most effective paths to, to use to, to get there. And uh, you're just going to have a much better experience. But if you don't have a plan, you're, you're, you're kind of off the cuff and uh, you tend to make mistakes that way. And uh, or, or you just are going to have a hard time getting to where you need to be. So the first step is have a plan, kind of like a fitness plan, right? Mm-hmm. It, Teresa, if you and I want to get in great shape, it's, you know, it's one thing to kind of wake up without, without a plan and kind of figure it out when you get to the gym or, or you hit your equipment at home and, and not really know what you're doing, but kind of think it up as you go. It's another to have a plan already in place. You know what you're going to do when you get there. You have uh, a regimen in place that's going to help you achieve your goals, you know, whether that's, you know, getting stronger, getting healthier, you know, losing weight, whatever it is, you have, you have some plan you can lean on, you can rely on. It takes a lot less brain power. It takes a lot less energy because you're not having to think about it, right? You, you've right. already thought about it. Now right. you just got to do it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Got follow. I, 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 I hit the gym this morning with a friend of mine, and he's like, "Man, I did not want to wake up this morning. I was so tired." And and uh, uh, a phrase hit my mind: "Mind over mattress." Right? We, <laughs> there you go. You got, you got a, and if you have a plan in place, you know what you're doing. There's already something there waiting for you to accomplish it. You're much more likely to 
get off the mattress. You're going to win the battle. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's like having a budget. I mean, you're like, eh, I don't want to do, I don't want to look, you know, but, but like, having the plan I and mean, you, you have to do it, you know, like it or not. It's and necessary. I'll, and I'll, yeah, exactly. And I'll give it to you. A lot of this stuff is not that fun. No. You can make it fun, but sure. uh, in and of it by itself, it's, it's, it's not fun, but Hey folks, you got to have a plan. You got to have a plan for retirement. That plan needs to tell you, when the best time for you to retire is, uh, how much income you're going to need on a monthly basis, where the income is going to come from, when do you file for social security benefits. And uh, you've got to have all those things down so you're not having to think about it. And this is what I've seen, Teresa. If we don't have those things down in a plan, you're going to be worried about it and you're going to stress about it. Oh, yeah. And it's just going to exhaust you mentally. Exactly. So I, the biggest mistake is not having a plan. The other, very, very common, not knowing how much you need to retire. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised uh, how many times I hear, you know, I'm not sure. I'm as, I'll ask, what do you need on a monthly basis or an annual basis to, to not to survive? Right? We're not aiming that low. We're not just planning for survival. We want right. to live. We want sure. to live according to your standard of living. How much do you need to do that? And, you know, in every, in some people's defense, I get it that there are certain things that are coming out of your paycheck right now that will not be coming out of your paycheck when you retire. So it's not just a matter of remembering your salary. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of knowing, you know, how much money you need per month after taxes, after insurance to live your standard of living. If, if you're going out twice a week, you're, you're hitting the town, you're going out to eat, whatever, if that's your lifestyle. Uh, include that, include that in your budget, right? We want to continue your lifestyle. And on average, the, you know, the statistics show that most people need about 80% of their pre-retirement income in retirement. So yeah, if, if you're not sure how much you're earning, well, that's the first thing you got to figure out. Make sure you know what your income is now. Right. And if you're, uh, again, 80% is probably a good benchmark to aim for. If you're earning $100,000 a year, $80,000 is probably what you should be looking at. But again, we want the net income. That's the most important number. So when we do these plans, Teresa, we do a, a cash flow analysis, pre-retirement and post-retirement. So we're looking at your cash flow now. Where's all your income coming from? And then how is that going to change when you cross the threshold from employment to retirement? Now, where's your income coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, know your numbers. What are the numbers? How much is is coming? And and then you start getting into some really, uh, I call them fun uh, retirement planning concepts. But solving for income gaps, solving for inflation, taxes. You know, those are those are fun things to think oh, about too. Yes. But yep. at the end of the day, that's what determines your net income, right? And and what you can do with it. It's after taxes. And then if inflation is increasing the price of things, then you're going to need more net income to chase after those goods and, and services that you need. Yeah. Uh, here, here's another one. What do you think about beneficiaries? Uh, beneficiary designations. We have that on the list. Right, right. Yeah, you got to be careful with this one. Well, I think what what some people forget is retirement plans are they they pass outside of probate. So if you were to pass away and you have a four hundred one k and an IRA over here, a Roth IRA here, um, if you have a named beneficiary, those assets are not going to go through a probate court. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just going to the the money is going to go to whoever you have named as a beneficiary. Well, what if you don't have the right person named? Um, I just talked with someone a few days ago. They didn't realize that on their traditional IRA, the 100% primary beneficiary was uh, an ex-spouse. And right. they thought, well, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, that means if you pass away, he gets everything. Mm-hmm. What about my kids? No, you don't have your kids listed. You have your ex-husband listed. So yeah. uh, well, let's change it. Okay. And some of these are very easy fixes. And this next one, this is an easy one. Not taking your employer's 401k match. You're leaving money on the table. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is the closest thing you can get to free money. Yeah. Right? You you add money to your 401k plan, the employer matches. And here, here's the reason why. Because some people, I think, maybe they don't 
they don't do it because they don't believe that it's actually happening or they don't trust it. But there is a reason your employer is is matching. This is called a safe harbor 401k plan. If your 401k is matching your contributions, then they're incentivizing you to participate in this savings program and get the tax benefits and all that. And they're going to be exempt from certain IRS tests Mm. uh, because they're offering a match. So a lot of employers want to be exempt from these other administrative hoops they may have to jump through. So they say, okay, we're going to match. We're going to encourage everybody to do this. We'll just put it into the cost of the the company. We'll budget for it. And this is free money, folks. Uh, And if your employer matches, you need to be participating. At least get the match. At least get all that match. And some employers will match on Roth contributions also. So this is not the pre-tax money, but money that you'll, it's going to be tax-free later. So you can get tax-free money from your employer. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. This is, again, a very easy mistake to make. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There are so many. You know, we've got a long list here. We just can't get to all these. This is why, Teresa, this is why a one-on-one appointment is so important. Mm -hmm. For one, we can have these conversations that are necessary the other is we can identify which of these elements are really not relevant to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really love the opportunity to simplify retirement for a lot of my clients and help them identify which of all of these things that, that people are, are, are concerned about and confused about is not even relevant to you. If it doesn't even matter to you, let's wipe it off the table and let's focus on, on what you can do something about and what's relevant to you. So what we're going to do today, Teresa, is we're going to open up the phones. I'm going to make myself available for the next 10 callers today. We're going to have a one-on-one sit-down retirement planning meeting where we're going to put together a plan that's going to address your four vitals, your income plan, your investment plan, your tax plan, and your insurance plan. Um, This is about a $2,000 value, but this is going to be complimentary. And that number to call, Nathan's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees, common sense planning and straight talk. Instead of that financial double talk and a sales pitch, you might get somewhere else. You just need to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together And Nathan will translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. We've got another segment coming up. What's next, Nathan? Well, phased retirement is a concept that's gaining momentum and popularity, but what is it? And should you be asking your employer about it? We'll explore phased retirement when we come right back. And welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. And uh, he's also an independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience and charter advisor for senior living, retired retirement income certified professional. And you do 70 seminars a year and, and, and train other advisors. That's we're yeah, wow. we're busy. Yeah, we're busy. And, you know, I am passionate about this area. Mm-hmm. I I love talking about this stuff because I can see how meaningful it can be for a lot of people and what a difference it could make for someone to understand these, these critical concepts that you could easily put into, into action and see results immediately. Uh, you can feel a whole lot better about your future, a lot more confident and much less fear and stress about your retirement. And we help advisors understand these concepts also. So we're educating folks who are planning for retirement, but we're also educating people who are educating as well. So <laughs> right. it's kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you almost, you sounded almost like you were doing like a, a fitness plan because it, 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 it parallels retire fit radio. I mean, it all, it all sounds right. the same. Hey, pers- personal trainers need to be trained yeah. also too. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if you're going to put together a, a, a very successful uh, gym, right? You want personal trainers working for you that are 
doing a really good job for people. They know what they're talking about. Right. So this is, and I just think it's very similar to getting yourself in great physical shape. A lot of the same principles are going to get you in good financial shape. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say you'll feel better afterward, like you'll feel better if you lose the weight, you know, excess weight, you gain the muscle, you're going to feel so much better. Same thing with a financial plan and getting your, you know, everything, your financial house in order, you're going to feel so much better afterward. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. we all, that, that's a win, win, win. Everybody wins <laughs> if that happens, right? Yeah. You're, you're going to be a happier person, less stress. That's going to, that's going <laughs> to overflow into your relationships and into your work life and everything's better. Exactly. We just, we like it that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I just read this really interesting book. Maybe this is a good segue into sure. uh, what we're going to talk about here, uh, where it talked about this whole concept of creating habits. Uh, it was about, you know, getting rid of habits and creating habits and talked about this story where, you know, someone wasn't maybe ready to, uh, hit the gym for an hour and a half and, and really hit it hard, you know, going cold Turkey you know, into the gym. It was intimidating, didn't know what to do. So what they, what they did instead was they set a goal to just put your tennis shoes on. They're just going to wake up, put their tennis shoes on mm-hmm. and then take them off and go back to bed. Hmm. Do that for a couple of days, right? Just get up, put your tennis shoes on. And then a couple of days after that, put your tennis shoes on and maybe get dressed and, and, uh, grab your keys. Okay. Right. And that's what you, and you're going to do that for a couple of days. Okay. Right. Yep. And you're, you're easing yourself into this whole idea, creating these little habits that are going to make it easier for you to actually get your foot into the gym and then get some work done. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the first time they got to the gym, they were on the treadmill for five minutes and then they left and, and then they got to the point that they were like, Hey, I, I'm here at the gym. Five minutes was not much. I'm going to go do something else here at the gym. Right. So now they're there. And they've created this habit. They phased into it, okay. right? So, so we're talking about phasing into retirement, right? Right. Sim- similar concept. You may not be ready, one hundred percent emotionally or financially mm-hmm. to retire. Uh, maybe you want to try it out. Maybe you want to dip your toe in, into the whole <laughs> retirement world, right? Uh, interesting concept, but there, there are a lot of people doing this. A lot of employers that are open to this as well, where you can dial down your workload and maybe work fewer days a week or work fewer hours in a day or take uh, take longer vacations throughout the year and kind of phase into retirement. And there's a lot of emotional and even um, physical and financial benefits that can come from this. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and we, we look sense. at... Yeah, it, it it takes away some of the uh, the feeling of intimidation about retirement, don't you think? Oh, definitely. Like you say, you're you're gradually easing into it. It's not like boom, you're done. Yeah, you can gradually like see what it's going to be like just to get into that. It makes sense. Well, you think of it. Yeah, you think of it from a, a financial perspective. It, it's, right. It's intimidating for some people to go from uh, their full paycheck to no paycheck. Right. And now they've got to, you know, collect their social security or, or withdraw funds from their investment accounts, retirement accounts. And uh, that can be a little intimidating to some people. If you phase into it, that you can experience the the decline in your paycheck and kind of dial up the retirement funds and practice with it again. You know, practice makes perfect, right? You could actually practice with your retirement. I sat down with a lady a while back, I may have, may have shared this story before. It's worth sharing again, but mm-hmm. she had more than 50 years of service. Uh, she was a state employee, more than 50. She wasn't 50 years old. She'd been working for the state for 50 years. Wow. And I'm going over her numbers with her. We're looking at her state pension and her retirement accounts and all this. And, and I said, you know, I'm a little confused as to why you're working because uh, every way I look at these numbers, when you retire, your income will increase. So you're actually going to get more money mm-hmm. when you're retired, uh, and you're not going to have to show up for work. So what what do you what are you doing here? I was I was a little confused, and uh, she said something interesting. I'll I'll never forget. She said, "You know, I'm afraid to retire because I don't know what I'm going to do with my life." Uh, and I'd never looked at it that way until she said that. I thought, you know what? And that's when it dawned on me, really, uh, this was this was probably about 
10 years ago, but that's when it dawned on me that retirement is such an emotional thing. It, this is not just about numbers. You know, I, I came into this meeting, this meeting thinking, hey, if we just get all the numbers polished up and to the T and then, you know, it'll be a very easy decision to make. But sure. no, it was it was an emotional decision. Yeah. So so the the whole feeling of the meeting changed. So now instead of looking at the numbers, we kind of moved the, that paperwork aside and we said, well, let's let's talk about your life. Let's try to paint a picture for what your retirement could look like. What do you enjoy doing? What are your hobbies? Are there are there any skills or talents that you want to develop? Right? We can still learn new things. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. so we we created this long list and uh, and I could see her demeanor change. She suddenly became much more excited about retirement. Mm -hmm. And she retired. And was very happy uh, in retirement because she had things to do. And it, it really, what she needed was a financial plan, but also a retirement plan. See, I, I think there's a difference between a financial plan and a retirement plan. Right, right. A retirement plan should include more than just the numbers, right? This, this is a plan for the rest of your life. What are you going to do? Where are you going to travel? How often are you going to do this? And my job really is, is to help you with that, but then also help you fund it. What's the most cost-effective way? What's the most tax-efficient way to fund the retirement that you can dream of? Right. Well, you're mentioning that. I mean, that is a lot of people's identity. It's And the people ask, well, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do for a living? So, yeah, you could definitely see how she'd be affected like that. Definitely. That's a great point because, you know, a lot of people, uh, they, they use their their jobs or their careers to define themselves. Mm -hmm. That's who they are. Right. And if you don't have that anymore, well, who am I? Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, we talk about it and we, we laugh about it, but that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. That is a real thing. I've got retired firefighters. They, they struggle with it. Um, uh, retired doctors, uh, they can struggle with that. You know, yeah. you want to feel a sense of that identity. Now, Again, there may be some things you can do post-retirement mm -hmm. to kind of still be in that world. Maybe there's some things you can volunteer for. There's some charities you can work for and, and still be able to utilize the, the skills and the knowledge and experience that you've accumulated. Or a consultant. And feel really... Yeah. Ex exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you're working 100% on your terms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and that's where the financial plan comes into play, right? Because then you want to be able to... Uh, make sure your finances are in, are in a way that will allow you the freedom to live that kind of lifestyle. Right. I think that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what that can really make that can turn retirement planning from redundant and dull to very exciting and life changing. Oh, yeah. Like you say, you, you got her excited. I mean, got her interested. She, you know, so that's that's a huge plus. <laughs> exactly. Well, why not? Why not be excited about uh, retirement? I mean, there's right. there's a lot of things. There's just a lot that can be done, and uh, you're you're never too old to learn new skills. I have clients that are learning the piano. They've never played their whole life. They're uh, taking piano lessons, and, mm -hmm. and some are seeing places in the world they've never seen before. Uh, this is a this is a great party life. But you got to make sure you're you're planning for the potential pitfalls. Right there's there's always going to be some things you got to be cautious of. That's where the, that's where the plan comes into play. You need to know where your income's coming from. You need to watch out for common mistakes, like uh, maybe taking your social security too soon or withdrawing too much from your retirement plans or withdrawing from the wrong retirement accounts first. So when we put together an income plan, we're looking at every potential source of income and the most efficient and effective timeline for that income and the order of the income. And that's what I want to do for our listeners today. It looks like we have room for another eight callers. For the next eight callers, you'll have an opportunity to sit down with me. We're going to have a one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to talk about not just your numbers, your finance. We're going to talk about your retirement, your retirement plan. If you have one in place, we're going to look it over. If you don't have one, don't delay. Now is the time to put this together. You may be years from retirement, but you may need every one of those years 
to put the right retirement plan in place and get the stage set. I want to help you do that. So our plan will include the four vitals. It's an income plan, an investment plan, there's a tax plan and an insurance plan. We're going to wrap all this together, customized to you. It's no one's but yours. And this is complimentary. 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. Folks, there's no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement, pick up the phone and call Nathan. He's an advisor you can trust with over 16 years of experience in independent fiduciary. He's there by your side listening to your concerns and plans for your future. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you and you alone. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. Another segment on the way. What's coming up, Nathan? When we come back, we'll tackle how to prepare for one spouse to retire while the other is still working. There are some things you'll need to do to make sure you're ready. Greater Austin for spending some of your Sunday with us. You're tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is an independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. And he is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. So talked about it before that we took a break. You know, you might be near retirement, but your spouse is not. So what do we have to do to make sure that the transition's smooth and we don't run short of that all-important income? What can we do? <laughs> this is interesting. You know, yeah. I, when, I, when I look at all the clients that I've helped, it's actually very rare that you have a couple retire together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might think that happens more often than it does, but, but it, uh, you know, for me, it's, it's kind of the minority of my clients will retire at the same time. So there's always some kind of a phase into it, whether it's it's you uh, both phasing into retirement or or you as a couple phasing into it because one of you is retired and the other one's still working. Sure. Um, and there's some uh, there's some great reasons to do this. You know, some people are are hanging on to their employment for health insurance. Yeah, that could be a great reason to do that. You know, uh, they're covered by their employer's policy, and the spouse could be covered as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not quite yet uh, Medicare age, age 65. Uh, but I wanted to mention a few things that you really should be including in your conversations and in your retirement plan. One of those is you need a new budget. If one of you is retiring, chances are really good you're going to need to revisit your budget. Uh, some expenses will change. Some will go down. Uh, you know, Some could go up. Uh, so you, you've got to kind of know what your numbers are and I can help you do this. I help my clients do this. It's a very important conversation to have and and it may not be a fun one for some folks because uh, some people don't want to know how much they're paying for <laughs> it, it kind of <laughs> forces you to be a little more disciplined You're like oh my gosh, I didn't realize I was uh, you know, spending $2000 a month on, you know, whatever. Right. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that anymore. But hey, <laughs> don't you wish you would have had that conversation last month or oh, sure. maybe a year ago? <laughs> It's of course. Like, it's like it's almost like uh, like talking with a nutritionist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're eating what? How many times? <laughs> well, and and you're surprised that you feel the way you do. I'm, well, I'm well, drinking maybe a we two liter conversation. Right, two liter <laughs> bottle of soda a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- exactly. And and a lot of these things we know they're they're not right. Right. You know, we don't believe they're the right thing to do, but sometimes you just need someone to help you identify it. Mm-hmm. bring it to the forefront. And now all of a sudden you got the motivation to make a change about it. Sure. So yeah, have, make a new budget, have this conversation. Uh, I would recommend, I, I do think it's very valuable to include your advisor in this conversation about your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to have kind of a uninterested party involved just to be a sounding board. Not, not that they're not interested in you, but uh, they're not a part of your finances. They're not a dependent um, they have no financial 
interest, really. They're just there to give you expert advice. No emotional I, attachment. Yeah, right. Right, exactly. right, exactly. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about planning. I don't know that we can beat the drum hard enough about how important it is to have a plan. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean the plan doesn't need adjustments over time. You, you may have a retirement plan now that works while you're both working and maybe you're looking forward to retirement in a few years, not quite sure exactly when one of you is going to retire. But once one of you gets there or is close to it and you know you're going to be retiring before the other, it's time to maybe make some adjustments to that plan. Mm -hmm. Make sure everything's still on track. We're not having to uh, make other adjustments um, that uh, are, are going to be critical to your retirement. And, and this one is critical. Uh, consider the impact on your relationship. Mm, right. Uh, you know, roles and duties can change when one spouse retires. The working spouse may come home after a hard day, not expecting to cook and clean, <laughs> you know, even if that was their role previously. So mm -hmm. you might want to have those types of conversations also. Uh, your personal personal routines could also change and be adjusted. Uh, I, I kind of sit back and, and smile sometimes. I have, I have a lot of clients that are in this situation. One of them's working, one of them's retired. And it's, it's kind of funny to hear some of their conversations back and forth about their routine. You know, one of them's got to get up and be ready for work at 7 a.m. The other one doesn't. <laughs> Right. right. So, so uh, that, that one of them might be staying up a little later than the other. And, and there's this little bit of an imbalance. You just have to be aware of that and know that this this could add some strain to the relationship if if you're not uh, uh, conscious of it, you know, and, and having conversations about it. Uh, and this could be a good thing to include as part of your retirement plan. Hey, here's maybe some routines that we're going to have to adjust. Um, planning for Social Security is critical. Mm -hmm. Married couples should coordinate when they sign up for Social Security to maximize their benefit as a couple. Now, this doesn't mean it's the right thing for everybody to file at the same time. Um, of course, you know a lot of marriage relationships uh, include two people that are at different ages. So sometimes it's impossible to claim at the same time. But there needs to be a claiming strategy. There are some strategies that are going to be much more likely to uh, to be much more generous for your household over your entire retirement than others, and you need to know which ones those are. And, and Teresa, you, you you mentioned quite a bit the this whole idea of a cookie cutter approach to retirement. That, that's just not the way you want to approach Social Security either. Oh, no, 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 because one size definitely does not fit all when it comes to Social Security. Well, you got different work records mm -hmm. and different earnings records. And, sure. Um, and, and what you do with your Social Security really should be influenced by your the rest of your retirement picture, your, your right. 401ks and IRAs and your, your tax status. And all of this needs to come into the picture and really could influence whether you take Social Security at 65 or 66 in two months or if you delay to 70. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we like to do as part of our income planning process is we create kind of a cash flow spreadsheet where we we test and uh, and, and we do run different scenarios on, on different claiming strategies and and we can simulate different uh, different retirement plans and different timelines for collecting social security versus withdrawing funds from your retirement plans. And when you do that, it, it just, it puts you in a much better vantage point to be able to determine which age is going to be best for you. The plan answers the questions. That's what I, I tell everybody who comes in. Uh, what should I do with this? Well, let's put a plan together and the plan is going to answer the question. And it always does. The plan answers the difficult questions. Mm -hmm. So you got to be prepared about that and think about that. And, and that's why it's so important to talk to a financial advisor such as yourself, you know? Well, yeah, you, you got to, timing is everything, right? You need right. to know uh, when, when the best time is to leave work. And, and it, it can be before Medicare age too. I just visited with a couple, uh, it was a couple weeks ago. They came in and really had this goal to retire before 62. So they're looking about an age 60 retirement. They felt strongly about it, really wanted to do it. And in fact, the numbers were on their side. 
they can make it happen if we put the right the right plan together. So obviously we're not collecting social security for a number of years and then Medicare is not kicking in for a number of years. Mm-hmm. But we were able to put together a plan that worked. We just needed to know what the numbers were. So we did some research and we, we uh, were able to identify their uh, health insurance premiums they're going to have to come up with. And we worked it into their retirement budget. And now between their 401k and their IRAs, and there was a small pension from an old employer, but you know, not enough to cover all their expenses. But we were able to create a retirement plan that really worked. And yeah, because they're over 59 and a half, we have access to the retirement plans without IRS penalties. And uh, so age 60 was a great retirement date for them. So again, no cookie cutter approach. I, I hear some advisors that say, well, don't ever elect social security until you're age 70 or don't ever retire until your full retirement age. Well, that's probably decent advice for most people, but you just can't take a one size fits all approach to retirement. Your situation may be very different. Right. Don't you want a plan that's yours? Sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, it, it's hard to feel like it's yours if it's a it, kind of a one size fits all cookie cutter mm. approach. It, right. You know, it's, it's like a fitness plan. You you find one online that someone just wrote up, and uh, it's really hard to be committed to it if if it's not, you know, they didn't have you in mind when they created that plan. Oh right? yeah, definitely. So it looks like, Teresa, it looks like we have another six spots. So in the beginning of the show, we had open for 10. Now we've got about six more spots for the next uh, six callers to come in, visit with me. You will visit with me. You're not going to be handed off to some other advisor. You'll sit down with me. We're going to look over your retirement plan. If you don't have one, we're going to work together to create one. And this is going to cover your four vitals, your income, your investments, your taxes and your insurance. So we're going to know where your income's coming from, when it's coming, how much it is, your investment plan. We're going to make sure your portfolio risk matches your tolerance for risk. We have ways of doing that. And tax plan, we're going to solve your tax liability, the most efficient way to to address your tax liability in your retirement accounts. Uh, This is a big deal. You have to have a plan around this area. And of course, your insurance, it's health insurance, long-term care. This is about a $2,000 value. Uh, we're doing this complimentary for the next six callers. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. The first step is to sit down with a financial advisor And if something we're talking of today uh, resonates with you, whether it's tax planning, social security, long-term care, health care, or just that overall big picture, give Nathan a call. If you feel the need to just get that second opinion or you just want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals and your dreams for your future, call Nathan. Again, that number, it's 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008 or text Nathan to the same number and take the stress out of planning for your future. One more segment left. It's always a fun one. What's coming up, Nathan? It's that time. You've got questions. I've got answers. That and more right after this. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. Time for our really fun segment. It is listener questions. First up is Glenda in Austin. She says, I'm receiving my Social Security retirement benefit, and a friend told me I should apply for my spousal benefit based on my husband's record as well. I always thought a person could receive only one or the other, but not both. Hmm. Glenda, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, <laughs> but your friend is wrong. Uh-oh. You only get one benefit. Now, this is uh, it's an interesting question, though, and I just wanted to make a point about this, mm-hmm. that uh, your, your friend hasn't always been wrong. It, it used to be years ago that you could collect a spousal benefit uh, in, you know, by itself independently while at the same time delaying the benefit based off of your work record. Mm-hmm. So you can continue to accrue delayed retirement credits while you're receiving a spousal benefit. 
that used to be the case, but uh, Social Security made some pretty big changes. A lot of these were back in 2015, which has uh, removed a lot of the claiming strategies from the menu. And many of these were some of the more lucrative claiming strategies. Um, you can probably guess why, you know, they're, they've got a deficit problem. Social Security is fully funded until 2035, right? which is, you know, not that, I mean, that's pretty close, not that far down the road, 2035, they're 75% funded. So they're having to make some changes. And ultimately there's two levers the government can pull when it comes to social security. You know, one is to reduce benefits and the other is to increase taxes. And they, they've got a history of doing both. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think where this fits in a retirement plan is, well, what, what's the likelihood that this trend will continue of possible reduction in benefits? And there's a lot of creative ways of doing that. It, it could be removing claiming strategies from the, the menu. It could be increasing retirement age. You know, that's a creative way of reducing your benefits because we all have an expiration date, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if, if we begin at a later age receiving our retirement benefit, then you're just going to get less of a total amount paid out to your household. Uh, and there's talk about that. There's rumors about uh, retirement age increasing. And um, I think we can we should expect some changes. And I think we should plan for the what if. This is what we call legislative risk. What if the rules yeah. change? What if the benefits change? What are you going to do? You know, you're just going to be better off and you're going to be a lot more conservative and prudent about your retirement if you're not totally dependent on Social Security to live the kind of life you want to live. All right. Next up is Fred in Round Rock. When you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay the taxes and reinvest the balance into a Roth 401k, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Also, if you do this yearly, must each conversion amount be held for five years? Or once the Roth 401k is open, is it only one five-year period? Great question. Great question, Fred. There's a lot of confusion about this too, because there's, there's two rules that uh, can kind of get confused when it comes to Roth, uh, the, the time frame and the, and the clock that comes with, that five-year clock that comes with the Roth IRAs. Um, when it comes to conversions, that was the first part of the question. When you're converting taxable pre-tax money to a Roth, that conversion has its own five-year clock. So you can't withdraw any gains from that account tax-free for five years. So this is a key, a very critical planning element here. You, got, you can't forget about this because I know some people who have come into my office and they say, hey, we're going to retire in three years. We want to convert all these IRAs. I say, hey, you do know you, you got to wait five years before we can withdraw from that money. Oh, we do. Well, let, let's come up with a better plan. So uh, now when it comes to just ordinary uh, uh, Roth contributions, once you've had your first Roth IRA account set up for at least five years, um, you don't need to wait five years to withdraw contributions. Uh, It's not a new five-year clock for every contribution you make, Mm -hmm. just on conversion. So there's Conversions and contributions. Conversions are taking existing pre-tax money and converting it to Roth money. And then there's contributions. This is money that's not in a pre-tax, tax-deductible account. Just maybe it's money sitting in your checking account or, or a cash account in your brokerage. Um, that where it, it, It's a brand new contribution. Two different types of ways to contribute to a Roth. So the conversions have five-year clock for every conversion. And contributions, it's just five years from the date you set up your first Roth. Okay, okay. That can get a little confusing, but then glad I you <laughs> strained it out a little bit for us. So, and, and that's why it's important to talk to an advisor because it, it can get confusing. You want to make sure you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. Exactly. And yep. like I said before, there's some of this stuff that can, you can kind of get your head tied, your, your brain tied in a knot a little bit. And mm-hmm. what you need to do is, be sure first that this information is relevant to you mm-hmm. before you dive in and try to figure it all out. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't be educated about everything there is out there, but you should be educated first about the things that are relevant to your retirement plan. 
Exactly. And, and if you're looking at conversions and, uh, and and that's it, then we'll just talk about conversions. If, if, if you're looking at doing both conversions and contributions, then, you know, we're going to make sure you understand the nuances between the two. Okay. All right. Next up is Paul in Cedar Park. He says, I'm fairly confident that my dividend paying stocks will provide the income that I need in retirement, but sometimes I wonder if I'm relying too heavily on that plan. Do I need to diversify the income side of my portfolio? I love diversification and Paul, you should too. You don't want, you all know the, the saying, don't have all your eggs in one basket and the dividend paying stock basket is one basket. It can be a great basket, very beneficial. We like it. We love dividend paying stocks. Uh, of course, there's, there's no guarantees with any of that. So the question I would have for Paul is how stable do you want your total retirement income? So the amount of money you need per month, how stable do you want it? And uh, if you say, hey, I want it very stable, then that may drive us to certain types of financial vehicles that are designed to produce stable income and even guarantee the income. We might look at certain types of annuities to do that and build what we call an income floor uh, to make sure you've got at least the amount of money every month you're going to need to live life the way you need to live life. Um, diversifying with dividend paying stocks, I think is a great idea, but again, you don't want to have everything at the mercy of those stocks, right? Because now you're at the mercy of how well those companies do. And if you do have a dividend, a dividend paying stock portfolio, of course, you want to make sure, um, the, the companies you own are diversified. Maybe they're from different sectors. Uh, not all sectors respond the same way to changes in the market. So, you want to be sure that you're you're kind of diversifying your risk there also. Um, what we would do, what we've done for a lot of our clients is put together a plan that will identify the amount of income you need, how much of that income is satisfied by Social Security, and is there an income gap? Is there an extra, you know, $3,000 a month you're going to need or, or $10,000 a month you're going to need to sustain your standard of living. Um, and then we put together a plan for, for addressing that income gap in the most efficient, tax efficient, cost effective way possible. And you can make your income stable. Uh, we had a gentleman come in. He said, I've, I've got to have $7,000 a month. All of our social security and pensions are adding up to, to $4,000 a month. Uh, so I, we really need, we really need that extra, $3,000. We're not quite sure how to do this. So we help him put together a plan that included a portion of his 401k. Mm -hmm. And that portion of his 401k was enough to close the income gap. And he's going to get raises as well with that income. So that income is going to keep up with the with that $7,000 a month. Uh, the income he's getting from that 401k is going to keep up with that uh, that income gap and close it for the rest of retirement. And that left the rest of his 401k portfolio and his other IRAs uh, that were not necessary to his income that we could then get creative and, and, and put together a great investment plan to grow that money uh, for all the other uncertainties that are going to be down the road uh, in retirement. So sorry, long answer to Paul's question, but Paul, great, great question. Mm -hmm. um, I would strongly recommend getting together and let's put together an income plan and include those dividend paying stocks in that plan. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. Uh, quickly last up is Ashley in Austin. I have 60,000 in a savings account. And I also have an IRA account. I want to invest the 60,000 so it can grow, but I'm nervous about investing it currently. How do I invest all or some of this money with a very cautious approach? I'm 63 and I plan to retire at 65. Oh, I love this. And Ashley, uh, you can even go to our website, retireaustin.com, and you can go through a, a, a little exercise. Uh, if you click on a button that says, what's my risk number or risk number? Uh, we have a process for helping you identify your tolerance for risk. Um, you say you may not, you're a little nervous about investing it. Uh, well, there's a way to kind of figure out exactly what kind of volatility in the market you may be comfortable with. We can simulate different types of models uh, and portfolios and find an investment model that's going to get you the growth you want, the growth you need, but at a level of risk you're comfortable with. 
I think that's the key, is making sure that your investment approach matches you. Uh, so Ashley, I, I, this is step two of our retirement planning process is putting together an investment plan, making sure we can get the most growth possible uh, at the right level of risk. And I want to do that for you. And it looks like, Teresa, we have room for another two callers. Mm -hmm. For the next two callers, I want to make this available to you. This is complimentary. It's about a $2,000 value. We're going to put together an, our, your retirement plan. It addresses your four vitals, your income, your investments, your taxes, and your insurance. This is customized totally to you, to your retirement plan. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or you can text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to the same number. Again, this is an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. The callers that call in, just a couple spots left, as Nathan mentioned, two spots left, and the phone is ringing. Um, you're going to get that comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now, but most importantly, the review is going to show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be, and you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain and, you know, be stress-free for your future, your financial future. Pick up the phone, call Nathan right now, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to the same number. This hour just flies by every week and looking forward to new, new topics and new questions next week, Nathan. And, I, and I'm looking forward to these uh, people who called today. Yes. It looks like we've got some folks coming in and, and uh, man, I love to get these principles in action. This is where the rubber hits the road. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Exactly. Exactly. And we'll see you all right back here next weekend for another edition of Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. Investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.